If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Hello, and welcome to Hopeful Hints for Infertility, the show that provides you short, hopeful hints on all things infertility. I'm your host, Tara Bradner, and today's guest is amazing. Hands down, one of the most inspiring people I have met to this date. Welcome, Justine Frelicker. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Tara. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy to see you too. <laughs> I know. It's like nowadays, like, oh. And I, if you're local, like North Dakota, South Dakota, familiar with Everlasting Hope, Justine was our keynote speaker at our very first Journey to Parenthood conference and has been a huge supporter of Everlasting Hope and, and our mission and what we do. So it is so nice to connect with you again on a new endeavor that I've been on and seeing you again and being able to give others your voice because I just walked away from that September conference inspired and with a whole new meaning and tears. And I just think any way I can, you know, have others hear you is just amazing. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for always being such a champion of me and my work. And you know what? And one day I'm going to come to you and do a freaking retreat. We yes. will do it. We, we are, will do it one day. Like, we're just going to put it out there right now. It's, yep. gonna, it's happening it's gonna in, happen. the year, in the next year. We're making it happen. <laughs> yes. So for those that are new, Justine is a licensed professional counselor. She has over 20 years of experience in traditional mental health and personal development. Justine has been certified in the work of Dr. Brene Brown for seven years. Justine is the author of seven best-selling books and was also honored to do TEDx talks at multiple locations. She travels nationally and presents virtually to global audiences, delivering keynotes, workshops, and trainings on topics such as leadership, courage, resilience, mental health, preventing burnout, and courageous and curious conversation, especially surrounding topics as diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Justine lives in St. Louis with her husband, Chad, their two dogs, and for four months of the year, hundreds of monarch butterflies. Justine and her husband tried to make their family through gestational surrogacy. With broken hearts and little money left, and after losing three babies, they ended treatment and began the work to reclaim their lives living childless after infertility. Oh, friend, I just get goosebumps like and teary almost reading that and... Um, I connect personally on so many levels too with the work you do, not just with infertility. I mean, infertility yeah. is a huge part of us, 
but the work you do can be done and help us outside of that too. Right. It's all parts of our life, right? Like it's because we all experience grief and grief doesn't get better. It gets different and it lasts forever. So whether or not it's grief from the infertility journey or grief of some other hardship that we have gone through, like it's there. There's a lot of parallels. Definitely. Let's just dive in because your three hopeful hints are amazing. So hopeful (laughs) hint number one, you are not alone. Seek help outside of your partner or spouse and medical team. Right. I think it's too much pressure on our relationship, especially to try to get everything we need through the journey from our partner or spouse. And then, you know, our medical team, like, I hope they're great. (laughs) And I hope you feel like you can show up as your full self, right. And really be honest and vulnerable with them. And at the same time, they also have limitations. And I do think that a lot of clinics are moving towards that place of where mental health services are recommended. I would love one day that they are required through this journey. And like, so that's what I mean. Like we just, we have to seek help outside of the the core people that are hopefully going to get us the baby, right? Because their journey is too hard. Absolutely. I completely agree as a healthcare provider, there's so much work to do yet with mental health. It should not be a question. It should be part of the healthcare team approach. Yeah. That holistic approach. I believe, I really believe in that holistic approach. It has to be. There. Absolutely. has to be there. Okay. Hopeful hit number two, you are not alone. Speak your story. I always, I say this in almost every keynote at workshop speaking engagement, the unspoken is never benign. We have to speak our story. And this, it may not mean that you, you write the book, you, you write the blog or you go public on social media. It may not be that it it means speak what you want and need from the people who love you. Well, the people who can and would support you, but they, they don't know how, and they won't be able to, unless you actually speak and ask for what you want and need. And so find your definition of speak your truth, speak your story, find the people who have earned the right to hear it no matter what that looks like, whether or not it's social media or the people like directly in your life or a book, whatever it might be. But what I, I know for sure, I get this all the time. I'm just not as brave as you. I don't, I don't think I'm brave enough to speak my story. I'm not braver than anyone else. I'm a little bit more comfortable with vulnerability because I've done the work for a really, really long time. And what I can promise you is that your story will one, help you heal when you speak it and two, when, when we speak our story, it becomes our big story, which means we can then serve the world well with it rather than it being this sad, hard story, which it is. I, I want people to turn it into the big story. Absolutely. I did a little post, on, as you know, and if people are listening, they probably know I'm a huge advocate for sharing your story too. And that can simply be typing it out and telling one more person than you told yesterday. Would you agree with that? I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's just one person who you are comfortable sharing this intimate story with, Mm -hmm. and that's not going to judge you. They perhaps haven't judged you before in the past on other things. They've supported you and you know, you're not going to be met with resistance or icky comments. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. It feels healing. Would you agree with that? Like there's healing that occurs when you do this? 100%. And I think, do we, do we risk getting hurt when we speak our story? Yes, absolutely. Because it's vulnerability and, and 
when we practice vulnerability, you, we do put ourselves out there with the uncertainty and the risk that we could get hurt. And at the same time, if, if we are going to get the love, support, compassion, and especially empathy that we need, especially through this journey and thereafter from the people we love, we stand no chance of getting it if we don't speak. Love that. We have to speak it. Were you open about your journey right away? Because I was not. And I think people might find that interesting. Oh, yeah. I hope if someone's listening, they too maybe haven't shared at all, but know that I did not share about my infertility diagnosis. So I had failed two IUIs and was moving on to my third one and was okay. basically forced to share it because mm-hmm. of my place of work and needing time off. So how, right. how was that for you? I was not as open as I wish I had been. I was cryptic. And I... And I, I, it wasn't until it, you know what, it may have been when we were in that two week wait of our, of our, of our final round and our, our odds weren't great. And, uh, it was that element of like, I don't have anything to lose by speaking. Cause frankly, the more love light and prayers that we could get the better, Absolutely. you know? So I, I spoke, but it, it was, it wasn't too late, but I, I do, I wish I had been more open throughout the whole journey from the very beginning. I do too. And I've shared this many times before, but I work in a small office of six people and come to find out my secretary was going through the exact same thing as me, including miscarriage. Had I opened up sooner, perhaps she then would have opened up sooner and we could have been there for each other sooner. Right. Right. The odds are in our favor that someone's going through it too. Right. Unfortunately. So again, you're not alone, but you you have to speak it. So people know. Absolutely. Hopeful hit number three, you're not alone. No matter what you will have your community. Yeah. That one's a big thing for me. I mean, obviously, you know, we ended the journey without kids. I, I, I refer to myself as childless after infertility, childless, not by choice. Um, and really you have to refer to help hopeful hint one and two to get, to get this piece. Right. But too often, uh, the childless, not by choice part of this journey is not shared as, as a way that this ends often enough, in which case what has happened to a lot of us that in the journey without children is that we lose our entire community when it's over. And, and it's a lie. It's not true. We're there. We are not alone in order for us to know that though, we, we have to continue to speak. And also within our own infertility and loss community, we have to stop comparing our stories. We have got to stop comparing how many years, how much money, how, how many, like that your heart isn't hard enough or like, well, you, cho- you chose not to keep going and you ended without kids. So like, you're no longer in this infertility community and that that's crap and it's not helpful and it's destroying our community from the inside out, in my opinion. And so like, I, I promise you, no matter how you end the story, the, this journey, one, it's probably not really an ending because again, grief never gets better. It gets different. If you seek help, if you speak your story and, and you really own whatever your ending might be, I promise there is community there. I, I really, really do. I promise it's there. You have to find it. You have to speak your stuff and like, and, and rally. I love that. I too find myself at times, I don't share a lot of my son on one account. I keep that on a personal account. And I think far too often the community even sees you with, like you said, no children, or you have a child, you're done, you're out by unfollowing or like 
just this weird place. It's like, you guys, I still have infertility. Like, yes, I have a son, but like the other thing outside of the community too, like you said, is to realize that there is child-free after infertility and to share too, like people may want more than one child and we still have infertility. Right. Like we still have so much more in common than we do different. I mean, and that within the community, I mean, I always, I remind people of that, like, I promise you, like one of the big things like you shared in my bio, like I do a lot of, I don't teach diversity, equity, inclusion, like that's not my certification, but my certification and my specialty is to help people get more comfortable with the uncomfortable feelings that come with those really hard conversations and like, and owning the work that they need to do around anti-racism and things like that. It's the same thing within our community, right? Like I promise that you have more in common with that person than you do different. Yes. It's our shared human experiences. It's the diet. Like you have infertility done. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) End of it. You struggled to make a family. Don't care how you struggle. Don't Don't care care how. Like, okay. Yeah. We, we know what grief is, especially this special kind of disenfranchised grief. Like we know, like find, find that commonality and sit beside one another with the shared experience Please. and stop comparing because it's not helpful. It's not serving us well. Wonderful. Justine, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can we find you? So I am, I'm all over the social media <laughs> like, and everything's just under my name, Justine Froker. So uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I am also on freaking TikTok. I can't believe it, but I am figuring it out. I am not dancing. I am simply che- teaching courage. <laughs> Sometimes the dogs. And then my website. So my website's justinefrolker.com. And that's where people can um, buy my books and see some of my favorite resources. And then also learn how to work with me or bring them, bring me into their organization. We will have all the links in today's show notes. Please do yourself a favor and purchase her books, you guys. We gave them out at our conference and you will find a new level of healing by simply reading her book. So thank you so much, Justine, for being here today. We will have you back. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.